Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, welcome back. Yes, Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly. News Radio 930 WBEN. We are on that way to Friday. Hope you're enjoying uh, this Thursday. Maybe you've got some plans tonight. It's going to be a beautiful night here in western New York. Uh, Maybe you're making your way to the fair before it moves out of town. Maybe you're just enjoying the company of friends and family. Or maybe it's just you and that special someone. Whatever it is. Hopefully, uh, everything's going well for you. We're talking about, we're really just talking about homes on the market and the home buying market. But this all started with uh, talk of mortgage rates. They've hit the highest level in over 20 years. Now, that's on top of some very high home prices. The average home right now in Erie County is going for over 260000 That's up a percentage and a half from a year ago. But I, I've heard stories of people, you know, putting a bid on a $350,000 house and putting a $500,000 bid on it. I mean, that to me is insane. Again, coming from someone who's never owned a home, so you can think of me how you, may, how you will. But that's a lot of money. And, you know, we've been talking for years now, it seems, that, well, eventually this bubble's going to burst. Eventually, we're going to see the market crash. We have not seen that in Western New York. But what about those who are looking to buy a home, maybe you already own a home, and you're thinking, oh, you know, maybe we'll look out there for something new, and you see these mortgage rates of almost 8%, is that putting a pause? You know, add that to the high prices of a home. Do you really want to commit to an 8% mortgage rate, or a close to 8% mortgage rate? And for those of you who have purchased a home in the last three years, did you forego the inspection? Did that come back to bite you? 803-0930, star 930. And then, what is your dream home? And are you living in that dream home? 803-0930, star 930 to join me. Gina in Amherst has been patient during the break. Gina, what's uh, what's your story? Yeah, well, so I've done both. So I'm going to be speaking <laughs> from both angles. So when I was single all the way up to I got married, we still rented. And then when I had my children is when we actually finally bought the house. So, um, but I can, can I say this for both sides, no matter where you fall on this, I, I, my counsel to anybody, I have a child who's getting married. Um, he's only 21. He'll be 22 when he's getting married next year. And the big debate is, are they going to rent or I'd like to see a buy or whatever. But my advice to anybody, no matter what, whether you're renting or buying a house, would be live below your means. Do you want to be happy? 
live below your means. And I, I've, I'm 61 years old, so I'm saying this out of total experience. Um, my son, who's going to be getting married, my, I would love to see him get a house, but not if they're going to live above their means, because I know what that does for marriages and the stress of living above your means. Um, I've been doing this now for 22 years. When we first, I would do it differently. I have to say that where our house is bought, it's paid off. It's all paid off. But I would do it differently. Looking back, I, I would recommend, especially somebody who's young, if you're in your 20s, 30s, save your money. If you're going to rent, make sure you rent where you could still save money. So when you're ready and if you want to buy a house, you have a big amount to put on it. So your payment is way less than your rent would even be. And that's what I would highly, and that's what I want to see my son do um, is something like that, where just if you can't afford a house, don't, but make sure you're living in an apartment where you could start saving because you're going to be caught the rest of your life if you don't. You know, that's so important, Gina. And I think a lot of people, especially uh, us millennials, uh, I, I think live or, or attempt to live above our means. And I think you get to a, a, an age where you realize, wow, I really have to slow it down. I mean, like I, I started the show with, you know, I used to think shopping at Aldi and TJ Maxx, are you kidding me? Now it's like exclusively where I buy food and clothes. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, but it, it is that mindset that, all right, here's what I can do. Let's do half of that. And I think that's so important. And again, I think millennials especially, I think we totally, when we got out of college, tried to, you know, oh my gosh, we got our first job. Let's charge everything on a credit card. Let's max everything out and let's show off all the money we don't have. Yes. And they don't, and I could tell you, speaking for my son, I mean, the amount of money that he spends eating out me and my husband, who have no problems, with, we don't spend the kind of money he spends eating out. It's amazing to me. I'm like, do you have any idea? You could have a brand new car in your driveway right now. Uh, you're you're, you're a... cut back to half. Yeah. <laughs> not even not eat out, just half of what you do. It's, it... it's amazing. But they got to learn on their own. They got to. Sometimes you got to learn the hard way. I did. I rented for many, many years. I rented up until 38. I didn't get married until I was 38. And then we moved out. I'm sorry, I moved out when I was 39 because when we got married, we lived there for for about a year. But um, and, and I learned the hard way. But I, I I don't regret. I'm glad I did an apartment back then because it was good for me because I didn't want to fix anything. <laughs> I didn't want any headaches, so it, it was perfect. But then I married somebody who actually knows how to fix things and stuff. So I'm glad we bought the house. I would never do it the same way. I would do. I would have put a bigger deposit on it, so our payment wouldn't have been as big. That's what the only thing I would have probably done different is say, let's say for two more years, then when we buy our house, we could put more down and our payment's going to be less than we even would have been paying for rent. Well said. Gina, not only was this a great call, you also gave me, I think, a topic for the next hour uh, that I wasn't planning on doing. So I appreciate that. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, Gina and Amherst. 803 930 star 930. You know, that is such a big deal. And I, and I can't say... I have to say that my wife and I are just as guilty of, you know, oh my gosh, it's eight o'clock. We haven't started cooking anything yet. Let's just order out, right? Oh, it's been a stressful day. Let's order out. Oh, I had to work late. Let's order out. And we are, we were very guilty. I think we've finally caught on that we are just throwing money. I mean, you talk about throwing money down the drain. People say that about rent. I think that's when you're spending $40, $50 a meal on takeout. Uh, and so actually what we've done is it's this crazy, it's go out and buy stuff and make it at home or get those hello fresh. You can get three hello fresh meals, which my wife just, um, started doing. It's after tax and everything like 70 bucks for three meals. 
that's cheaper than what you're paying for sometimes for one takeout meal or at least two. Like if you go to Chipotle, eat for two for two nights, you could have gotten three healthy HelloFresh. And this is not an ad. I don't I don't do ads for uh, HelloFresh. I'm just saying, like there are cheaper alternatives to, to making nice stuff, and it's it's nice to cook stuff fresh. Uh, but I think that's a big deal. And Gen Zers are doing it, millennials are doing it, and it's just falling into a trap because it's so much easier to order food out now to begin with, right? You don't have to go and wait at the place. You can order on an app and then pull up. And I know we have great food here in Western New York, nothing against the great food we have. And I think it's okay to eat out once, you know, once or twice a week. Uh, But when you get into that four or five times a week, I mean, just look at the money you're spending. You could have made stuff at home for less than, you know, for 70% less. So just... Uh, Gina, we might we might be doing that in, at four o'clock. We might be talking about living above your means. And when was the moment in, in life when you realized I got to stop, you know, trying to be in a pay scale that I'm not right. I'm trying to act like I make six figures when I'm, you know, barely into five figures. You know, you know what I mean? I, I, and I think a lot of people can relate. And I don't think it's just millennials. I think millennials, I think we were, come on, let's be honest. We were guilty of, oh my gosh, we're out of college. I got a job. They, they gave me all this. There's money on this plastic card they gave me. I think a lot of us were guilty of that. Uh, but I think that goes for every generation. And maybe that's something we'll get into. 8030930, Star930 gets you on the show talking about uh, home buying, mortgage rates. Where are you when it comes to home ownership? Are you looking to buy? Are you a homeowner looking to buy a new house? Did you have experience with refinancing a high-interest mortgage? I'd be interested to hear that discussion. Was it worth it? For those now looking, and you know, I've been playing around with this, uh, this average rates on the mortgage loans. So let's say your house is $400,000 and you put down 20%. You can get a 30-year fix for 7.95%. Now let's say you only put down 5%. You can get a, a fixed loan for 7.8%. Again, this is if you have average credit. Uh, if you put 30% down, you can have under 7.5% uh, mortgage rate. So that also plays into it. How much money for homeowners out there, for people looking to buy a home, how much money do you have saved away? Again, we're looking at houses that the asking price is in the 300000 thousands, and it's going for somewhere in the 500000 and people are just jumping on it. Some people not getting inspections. And now you're committing to a high interest uh, mortgage. And you're probably going to put m- less of a down payment percentage wise because you had money saved for a $300,000 house. So I'd be interested how that plays into it at 8030930 star 930. Also, your dream home. What is your dream home? Do you live in that dream home? Now, I would say right now, If you asked me when I was living in a studio apartment for $600 a month, which was a great studio apartment, um, don't get me wrong. I mean, if, if I hope this doesn't happen, but if my wife, if I came home from work and my wife said we're getting a divorce, I would probably move back into that studio apartment. Enough room in there. It's got a full bath, full kitchen. Hopefully that doesn't happen. But if that happened, if something happened and I came home tonight, my wife said, you know what? I can't do it. All right, cool. I'm going to call the landlord and try to get back in that studio apartment. But I would say 
my apartment right now is a dream situation. The, the kitchen is exactly what I picture in my dream home. Two full-size bedrooms, two full-size bathrooms. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. That's a pretty good deal. Um, and a lot of the aspects of my apartment are things I would like in my dream home. So, of course, I'm not living in my dream home. I'm not living in a home. But the apartment I live in is, is part of the dream. I would say, like, if you could take this apartment and put those things into a home, if my home could just be a bigger apartment that I live in now, I think I'd be pretty happy. Uh, Walter is in Lewiston. Walter, thanks for calling in. Thank you. I, I was thinking about what you were saying about dream houses. Dream houses, you mentioned that you go look at a house and you buy it. I work for an architecture, and if people wanted a dream house, they would tell the architecture uh, what they wanted in their house. And they would say, I wanted two bathrooms or two somethings and whatever. They would make it happy to uh, make a plan to build a house. Those are your dream houses because you're making it. Yeah. And pardon? Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I, I completely agree. And what we're talking about, what I'm listening to is people go look at a house and they think that's their dream house. But it's already built. They look at it and they go from an apartment to a house because I like the house. They're not thinking of their dream house. The dream house, they have to think of it, go to an architecture uh, and have it drawn up and have it built. Those are dream houses. And the basic, the bottom line is it's not the dream house itself. It's the location of the dream house. You can be on a lake. You can be in a city, wherever you think your lifestyle suits you. Walter, I I, I I don't disagree. I, I mean, I think you can find a house and make it your dream house. But yeah, just like Alan Irving, I mean, drawing up the plans to your house, building your perfect house. Uh, and yeah, I think something I wanted to get into, location is key because there are people who want to live out away from everyone, as you said, in the city, on a lake. Um, but you're right. I mean, nothing could be more perfect than building your own your own house. I think for many people, that's just not an option. Well, that's what I'm saying. Dream houses don't occur to some people. Dream houses is what you build, and not you don't build it yourself. You hire somebody, right. else, obviously. Uh, but uh, you have your ideas in the house, what you want. You want five bathrooms in each house, whatever you want. But you dictate that to the architecture. No, you're hey Walter, uh, absolutely, absolutely correct. I could never imagine needing five bathrooms, but uh, no, and you know, I, I think if I hit it big if this radio thing took off and I was making a ton of money. Um, I, I'm My wife has mentioned, hey, let's, you know, getting a house built. I just think for most of us, it's buy a home. Like my, my parents bought their house in 1999. And when they bought their house, let's just say it needed a lot of work. I would, no, I've not asked my parents this, so they might get mad at me for, uh, for assuming because you know what happens when you assume. But I would say that my parents would refer to the house they live in now after all the work they've done to it, uh, that that is close, if not their dream home, right? Now, they might be completely, I might be completely wrong, but they have redone almost every room in that house. They added on a, ba- I mean, this was kind of dumb. They added on a bathroom in the basement after my sister and I graduated school, kind of late, um, but they redid the basement. They completely gutted out and redid the kitchen. I would say that my parents have made that Close to their dream home, if not their dream home. 
Right? Now, they didn't build that. That house was built before either of them were born. But with the work they have done to that house, it is their dream home. And I, I do think that, you know, I, as everyone knows who listens, I do DoorDash and Instacart. And um, I go, you know, around the houses making deliveries. And let me tell you, there are houses that I've seen that, no, I didn't design them. I didn't build them. But I look from the outside. I peek in when they come to pick up their groceries. And I go, yeah, this is it's a pretty nice house. I could make this my dream home. And I would also say this, and I'd be interested if, and I don't disagree with what Walter's saying. You know, if I had a ton of money, I would start building a house on the lake yesterday, right? But I think, you know, when I think of my dream home, I mean, there's there's room there to change things. I'm not I'm not picturing something exact, but I think when I walked into when I walk into it, I could say this is my dream home. But I'm also kind of basic, like I. You could, I could walk into a house that didn't have much, but you know, you say this is your house. Right there could be the dream. Just owning a home for some people is a dream, you know. And then you get to work from there. It depends. I guess it all depends on on what what your uh, finances are, and you know how in depth you want to make this your home. Eight hundred three hundred nine thirty star nine thirty is the number to get on. It's also the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Now, how do we get to this discussion? If you're just tuning in, uh, we're talking about dream homes, but we got here because we're talking about the mortgage rate. And today, the mortgage rate hit the highest point in two um, two years. Oh my gosh, in two decades. Seven, depending on uh, on your credit and everything, but the average mortgage rate is over seven and a half percent. Here in Western New York, we're looking at close to eight percent. Is that scaring you away from the housing market if the prices of the houses already aren't? Are you a homeowner that's looking to move, but you see these mortgage rates, you see the price the houses are going for, still going for over you know, 60000 $70,000 over asking price? I told the story about my neighbor who they put a, ho- a bid on a house. I think they said around 60000 more, and they didn't even make the top 10. Is that you? Are you having trouble finding a house? 8030930 star 930 Did you try did you buy a home for forgo the inspection and now really regretting it? I'd like to hear that story 8030930 star 930 And what's your dream home? Do you live in that dream home? Are you like Walter you want to have it built? There's a lot of people that I mean drive through East Amherst. A lot of people are building their homes. Or is, you know, can you make any home your dream home? Maybe the dream is just owning the home. And back to the mortgage rates, refinancing. Like I said, I, I, you read a lot of stuff on here. You can get this mortgage now and then you refinance it. Do you have experience with that? And if so, was it worth it in the end? So really just putting the focus on the housing market here in Western New York with the mortgage rates at a 20-year high. Is it worth it? Do you want to back off right now and maybe wait a few years? For new homeowners out there, are you worried you'll never get your money back? When the bubble finally bursts, was buying your home like buying a car? It lost its value soon after you bought it. That's usually not the case, but when you're paying one hundred to 150000 over asking price, isn't that a possibility?
803-0930, star 930, Beamer in for Bowerly, back after this. Call from mom, answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I could, we could play this whole song, but that's not why people are listening. I This is one of my favorite songs of all time. Luther Vandross, A House Is Not A Home. And come on, what better way to, what better bumper music is there when we're talking about homes? Uh, it is Joe Beamer in for Tom Bowerly. Before we get back to the topic, I cooked with garlic for lunch. I was just telling Al this. I cooked with uh, garlic for lunch and I can smell the garlic still on my hands. I've washed my hands numerous times. It's not like an awful smell, but wow, it does just stick to your hands. And it was just a clove of garlic that I had to, you know, cut up and put into the uh, little dressing for, um, I made these flatbreads from HelloFresh. Delicious. Uh, but you have to put the tomatoes in this little, um, this little marinade. And yeah, the garlic's on my hands. That's all. I've just noticed. 803 star 930. The news is, if you're just joining us, mortgage rates at a 20-year high. How is that impacting your outlook on home buying? Are you in the market? How's that going overall? Take out mortgage rates. How is the home market going for you in 2023? Do higher mortgage rates kind of make you want to stay where you are? Maybe wait a few years before going out and looking for a new home. What's your experience with mortgage rates, with refinancing? 
Have you bought a house? This is the one I'm waiting to hear from someone. I know you're out there. Have you bought a house in the last few years? You forgo- you you uh, went uh, without inspection, and now that's starting to bite you. I'd love to hear. I mean, I, I'm not happy for you, but I would like to hear that account from someone who did without the inspection and is now paying for it. 803-0930, star 930, and dream home. What is your dream home? Do you live in that dream home? And off of what Walter said, can you make any home your dream home? Like I said, I think when my parents moved into their house in 99, beautiful house, don't get me wrong, but needed a lot of work. I think in 2023, my parents would say that is their dream home. What would you say? 803-0930, star 930. And we've got Jim, who's been very patient during the news. Jim, thanks for hanging on. Joe, good afternoon. I, Joe, I'm sorry. I can smell the garlic. <laughs> thanks, Jim. You're welcome. Uh, my wife and I, when we bought our first home, um, 7% to us would have been a bargain. We had a 12% interest rate on our our home that, you know, we wanted to be our lifetime home. And there's a phrase that we stuck with, and it is you um, purchase your home, but you date your mortgage. And every time the interest rates dropped, we refinanced every single time. And we recently sold our home and we had a two and a half percent interest rate. So I, you know, I, I don't want to, I won't discourage those individuals that are looking to purchase a home. Yes, the current interest rate is horrible. Um, we, you know, again, we recently sold, but the interest rates will come down. Continue to look, find something that you like, but pay attention to the mortgages, the mortgage interest rates. And, you know, when the time comes, go to your bank and refinance. It, um, it really wasn't that difficult for us. Yeah, Jim, and, and, what, can you, you walk know, Going a- from 12% to 2%, I can, you know, you can imagine how many times we re refinanced our house. Jim, could you walk us through that refinancing? What does that process, you said you've done it several times. What is that process? Does it cost you anything? Um, for those out there who might might be thinking, all right, I'll buy a house and then refinance. What are the steps of that? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, the, the first step is, of course, meet with, uh, you know, the mortgage individual at the bank. It did cost us. There were some closing costs and things like that. But what we did was we rolled those closing costs into the new mortgage. So, you know, there were probably a few hundred dollars that it cost us. Um, My wife is here in the room with me, and she's saying it costs us a little bit more. But, uh, again, what we were going to save by refinancing was, you know, better than what we were paying, you know, for our old mortgage rate. So um, it was it was a it was a pain in the butt to have to do that. 
but again, what it saved us in the long run was fantastic. You know, I dropped my rate ten percent. That's a lot of money. Totally yeah, worth it. Totally worth it. Hey, Jim, really appreciate that uh, that insight, uh, Jim in Orchard Park. Thanks for the call. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. We've got Joan. We've got David. Uh, David will go to, and then Joan, hang on. We'll get to you, David in West Seneca. You're a real estate broker. Yes, I am. How are you this afternoon, David? I'm doing great. Tell us everything we need to know. All right. First of all, you can get a rate probably around. We're writing contracts now at seven and an eighth. Only because you can get a rate up to that. We don't like to put in a rate in the contract that's going to expire. So you could probably get a rate about around uh, maybe seven for a conventional 20 down, 20% down. Uh, you can get the same rate for an FHA with 3% down. I would advise your listeners to shop around. There's a lot of different places out there offering a lot of different things. Banks offer only their programs. If you go to a real estate um, mortgage broker, he will shop you to different lending institutions. The rates in 1979 and 1980, and you can look this up, they were between 16 and 18%. So when I'm looking at seven, I'm thinking, this ain't bad. I know it's not three and a half. But it ain't bad. And but what was ever... the average? What was the average price of a home in the seventies and eighties? Oh, it was, it was way below that. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it was eighty to one hundred. You know, maybe even less than that. You could get it off a nice house in seventy-eight for a hundred thousand uh, dollars. As far as the home inspections go, uh, unfortunately, here's here's the here's the golden ticket: over asking cash, no home inspection. We're still seeing, I'm based out of West Seneca, but South Western New York, I would hazard to say, North Towns to South Towns, everything's going over asking. Unless it's, we're seeing, we're seeing a, a, a slowing of the market only because we're in those summer months where people are on vacation, they're doing other things. Uh, the hot months are usually April, May, June, and that's because people want to be in that school district by September if they're changing school districts. Um, it's almost to the point where I'm telling home buyer, new home, new homeowners to maybe sit back and rent a little bit till the next election to see what happens. Um, the prices cannot continue at this rate. Uh, th- there's gotta be a evening off, maybe even a little bit of a lessening because you cannot, you cannot be selling houses for 40 and 50. And I've recently, recently sold one for 90 over. Now, granted, this is a high six-figure house, but still, um, 90 over. And all these places are appraising. Banks are sending their appraisers out, and they're they're making the appraisal number, even though they're 30 to 40,000, 50,000 over asking. So, That's, so da- my, those, David, my with what you, what you know about the market, you know, I, all I've heard about, and I, I, I admittedly don't know much, uh, but everything I hear is, oh, when the bubble bursts, when the bubble bursts, what would you say to someone who says, well, why am I going to throw 100000 more at this house? When the bubble bursts, the house won't be worth that. Well, first of all, is it going to burst? Second of all, I, I think it may be, there'll be a, a slowdown on these incredible rates you know you know we're seeing these houses over asking you'll see a slowdown you'll definitely see a slowdown with the the months the winter months well the fall and winter months coming up you're going to see a little bit of a slowdown but it it started four years ago and it hasn't let up 
So um, it has to, somewhere along the line, at least slow down. Uh, and I, I understand what you're saying because suddenly I've got a buyer that says, look, I'm going to go, I'll go 50 over asking. Okay, great. So now that house that was listed at 249.9, which is basically now has become a starter home, uh, 229.9, something like that. We're going 50 over asking. So now it's 279.9. We're getting it for 290. Let's say there was 10 offers. There were four. There was a house in West Seneca that had over 100 showings in a week. Um, so that all being said, it's it's almost like, all right, pump the brakes. Uh, let's see what happens. If you can, you know, if you want to rent, go ahead. The problem with the rent is because there's so little inventory in existing homes to be sold, people need to rent. Well, what happens to the rent? What happens to your rent? Come on. What do you mean what happens to it? What happens when when people that can't buy houses rent? And everybody's renting. What's happening to the rent? It's going oh, up. The rent's going up. Yeah, my my rent is going up next month. Yes, you're right. So so you know the the, the lack of houses not only uh, hamstrings the fact that people can't are getting outbid, getting frustrated. Oh, we're not going to you know move forward. This is crazy. It is crazy. I'll give them that. That it is it is the wild west out here. Um, but you get a good agent that'll stick with you, and you don't get discouraged. You know, keep plugging away. I just had a couple uh, who had put in, I think it was just our sixth offer, and we got a house. So, I mean, yeah, it, it can happen out there. It'll ha- it can happen, and it is happening. Uh, the problem is a lack of inventory is uh, hurting us Hey, over the last four years. David West Seneca, really appreciate the uh, insight from a real estate broker. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, opens a line for you. Speaking of Saturday, uh, it's not a home game. It's uh, out in Joshua playing on. Uh, it's in Pittsburgh. The Bills starters will actually be playing the first quarter. So you'll see Josh Allen. You'll see Stefan Diggs on Saturday. That game on Channel Four. But as always, you can hear the play-by-play over on our sister station, WGR. So excited to hear that. I believe uh, Brian Mazarowski, my co-host, will be going to that game. He's going to be in Pittsburgh for something, and I think he's bringing his son to that game on Saturday. That should be a fun time. Uh, Joan in Williamsville has been very patient. Joan, thanks for hanging on. Uh, You live in your dream home. That's correct, yeah. So So I thought I would call in and share my story. So... When my husband and I first got married, we moved into an apartment. We were, and I hate to admit this, but we were in an apartment for 13 years, probably longer than we should have been. It was a really nice apartment, but um, in retrospect, I wish maybe we would have uh, moved into even a starter home or something. But regardless, we, we saved up some money. We built our dream home. Uh, we actually did design our own dream home and uh, worked with an architect to, to have it built. Uh, I have to laugh. Uh, my husband and I, when we both sat down and said, okay, what does the dream home look like to you? Our drawings were so totally different. You know, he had something that was uh, fully with the property, and, and I was all about function. So, uh, but it was great. We we took the time to kind of talk through, figure out what um, what were the best of both, what were we trying to accomplish. So, we're both very happy with the house that we're in now. Um, specific to mortgages, though. When we got our mortgage, uh, the percentage rate was around 7%. 
So, you know, we, we had a mortgage, and then when it went down, we did refinance, and we got a 3% uh, interest rate, which was really great. So so the one thing I'll say to folks is um, it might be bad right now, but um, chances are ebbs and flows is going to be better, and when it does go down, do take advantage of the refinancing. The other thing I'll throw out there that I learned, too, is when you get a mortgage, actually try, go for the 30-year mortgage, go for the lowest monthly rate that you can, and then every month, if you've got extra money, put it, uh, pay it, pay it down, put it onto the principal of your house, and you can actually pay, you know, pay down and shorten your your amount of time that you've got that loan. Um, but you know, when you've got a, a tough month, maybe you know finances are tough, and you've got a, a smaller amount that you have to pay. But do take advantage of of trying to save money, and then do uh, pay downs to the principal. Joan, do you think you'll always live in your dream home? Do you, can you ever imagine selling it? Well, I, I think what might happen, it's a big house. It's, it's like 3,200 square feet. I think at some point um, when we get older, we'll probably look to downsize just because, you know, with age, you know, we, we might look for something that's smaller and easier to manage. But um, um, not thinking about that right now. Well, hey, Joan, thanks for the call. Thanks for hanging on, too. Appreciate it. Joan in Williamsville built her dream home. And, hey, 13 years in an apartment? Who knows? I mean, I'm 34. My wife and I have lived in an apartment together. Oh, my gosh, here comes the uh, the math. For four years, so nine years ago, and who knows? I, I love our apartment. If it was up to me, we'd never we, we would never get a home. Like, I, I love the apartment we live in. I could stay there forever. I know my wife doesn't agree with that. Um, but I could stay in that apartment forever. I, I think it's got everything we need. Again, if something breaks, they're there to fix it. Uh, it's got some of the nicest appliances. The only complaint I have about my apartment, and I hope this doesn't upset the people uh, who, um, who own the apartment, the only complaint I have about my apartment is the fire alarm goes off way too easily. Like the fire detectors in the apartment go off way too easily. Uh, today, again, I was making those flatbreads. And every time I opened the oven, even with the fan on, I had the fan over the, the stove on, the alarm went off a few times. My son was not a not a big fan of the um, of the alarm going off. 803-0930, star 930. We'll continue talking about this. Um, I'll throw a few other topics out at you. Gina in Amherst called earlier in the hour and talked about people living beyond their means. I think we're going to dig into that a little bit as well when we come back. It's Joe Beamer filling in for Tom Bowerly on a Thursday Hope you're having a great day here on News Radio 930 WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.